Oh, you know what time that is, folks. That's right. Time for another episode of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Stephen Craig. I am the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is uh, entitled Not Everyone Gets a Medal. Uh, the focus this week is, is on um, the our society, which has turned into an everyone gets a medal society. Uh, and about just how detrimental that is not only to our kids um, and the fact that we are not preparing them for the realities of a world that they're going to encounter, uh, but also on our culture as a general whole. And so with that uh, and no further ado, this is Not Everyone Gets a Medal. I've said it before, but I absolutely love the Olympics. Sure, some of the events might make you shake your head in bewilderment as you wonder, who exactly voted to approve their inclusion? Yeah, I'm talking about you trampoline and race walking. But if traditional Olympic sports like steeplechase and synchronized swimming seem utterly preposterous, many of the new Olympic sports like breakdancing and BMX riding will make you think that the IOC must be comprised of a bunch of desperate old men trying way too hard to prove just how hip they really are. You know, like your dad wearing an Eminem concert tour t-shirt when he heads out to dinner at Applebee's. Yeah, that's awkward. Regardless of the sport, however, each of these athletes train for years just to have the opportunity to prove that they are the best in the world at what they do. Even if the rest of us only really take the opportunity to uh, give a damn every four years. Their dedication to their sport and conditioning is nothing short of remarkable, requiring sacrifice and perseverance, even when the road becomes arduous and the path to victory anything but certain. There are many lonely, trying moments in those four years between Olympics, the kind of moments that will test the human spirit in a way few of us will ever know. And yet, at the end of that fortnight of competition, only three can stand upon the podium. Only three get to go home with a medal to validate the countless hours of hard work and preparation. The rest go home with nothing but memories and a fresh case of herpes. But that's not how it is with elementary school field days all across our nation now, is it? No. We have all become far too familiar with the everyone gets a medal mindset plaguing our nation's schools, haven't we? Out of a persistent nagging fear that celebrating the accomplishments of some might infringe on the fragile egos of our delicate little flowers, we have eschewed recognizing the winners of athletic events and devolved into a culture mired in mediocrity. In order to protect our children from the sometimes unkind nature of competition, we have inoculated them from the dangers of failure and disappointment, bubble wrapping them in the suffocating security of homogeneous results. Still, this cultural shift toward mediocrity couched in the name of fairness and equality is not relegated merely to dodgeball and soccer tournaments. Indeed, this has become the prevailing sentiment in academics as well, as students are coddled in their self-image and rewarded with rampant grade inflation. No longer can teachers give a C to a kid doing C work. No, that might do irreparable harm to their inflated sense of self. Instead, everyone gets a B or better. 
rendering the outstanding achievements of some is relatively negligible. Consider these facts. A 50-plus year nationwide study of the history of college grading finds that in the early 1960s, an A grade was awarded in colleges nationwide about 15% of the time. But today, an A is the most common grade awarded in college, and the percentage of grade A grades has tripled to 45% nationwide. Take that into account when Junior comes home with an A in his freshman biology class. 75% of all grades awarded now at the college level are either A's or B's. Similarly, high school grades in the United States have increased by as much as 12.5% between 1991 and 2003. In other words, if good grades were Olympic medals, everybody would get one. But that's not how real life works now, is it? Like in the Olympics, the number of rewards and recognitions for high achievement are finite in number, and thus there is a competition for those that want to earn them. The IOC isn't about to start adding more medals like copper and tin so that more athletes can stand atop the podium. Likewise, only one candidate gets the job being offered. Only one employee earns the promotion, and hey, if you work for all Amazon or Walmart, only one individual gets to take a bathroom break each hour, so... You better stand out from the crowd. And uh, just in case anyone has any misunderstanding about that, I, I had somebody write into the column and suggest that uh, that I, that was supposed to be meant seriously. It's a joke, people. It's a joke. <laughs> our capitalist economy defines the nature of our society in that it is rooted in the elements of competition. And in that respect... There are very real winners and losers, and not everyone gets a flippin' medal. And it is just that incongruous disconnect between the environment in which we are raising our kids and the ones they will experience when they matriculate from high school and beyond that should leave us deeply concerned about their future mental health and well-being, as well as the potential prosperity of our nation as a whole. At some point, we will have to remove the bubble wrap of ego protection as they are introduced to the stark realities of competition and earned achievement. When that happens, they will come to realize what Olympic athletes already know, that achievement isn't something given to you, but rather something earned through perseverance and hard work, that accomplishment is not synonymous with the reward. Dramatically unprepared for a world where triumph is measured in performance, they will struggle to face the notion of merit-based rather than universal validation. And that is exactly the lesson our kids are missing out on by our granting them unmerited entitlement. In the end, everything's value is derived not from the end results themselves, but from the journey traveled in achieving them. Olympic medals aren't valuable because they're made of gold and silver and bronze. They are priceless because of the sweat enthusiasm and devotion that went into earning them those medals they give out to every participant you know the ones we give to kids for doing absolutely nothing they aren't worth shit all right folks thank you very much for tuning into this week's truth in a thousand words or less we will be back again uh in our next episode uh, with a really fascinating interview my interview with uh dr masha ledford uh, please uh, make sure to listen to that. Uh, by the way, I should say the Reverend Dr. Marshall Linford, civil rights attorney. Um, 
You're going to absolutely love that interview, folks, and uh, my piece, Persuasion of the Christ. But until then, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week on Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Peace out, y'all.